All right. Levels, levels. Levels, levels. How about that? All right. So uh, you're in Atlantic City this week, right? Yep. Uh, you going to hit the casinos? Oh, I already hit the jackpot. Uh, playing roulette? One. Nice callback. <laughs> and B. No, I hit the travel trifecta. Wait, what is that? The airline didn't lose my luggage. They got me here five minutes early, and there was no fuel spill. Also a callback. I mean, that that's a pretty low bar, but but congratulations. I mean, too bad you didn't bet that on DraftKings. Oh, they don't offer odds on that. But the casino might next door. <laughs> so you you answered that very quickly about DraftKings. Did you didn't actually check on that, did you? Well, it's either that or bet on whether or not the Royals are going to go to Toronto. And I am not throwing my money away. Toddlers, welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prinz, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you know, per the cold open, pretty good. Living the dream in Atlantic City. Oh my God. No, no, no. Currently, I'm living the dream in Egg Harbor, just across the bridge from Atlantic City. Okay, I that feels to me like that is a distinction that people who live in Egg Harbor make more so than the people who live in Atlantic City. <laughs> Are you in Atlantic City? No, 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 I'm in Egg Harbor. Really? At one point when we lived in Reno, somebody suggested that when people ask where we live, we tell them it, we don't live in Reno. We live in East Tahoe. <laughs> I mean, technically, most of the country lives in East Tahoe under that, but you know, yeah, whatever. in that case, yeah. so do I. Right. Yeah. No, what? East, East Tahoe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, no guess. Should we jump to follow up and feedback? And I, I think so. Whatnot? Yes. Did you have stuff? Did Lisa have comments? Um, she did not have any comments that I can remember. So. I'll just I'll, I'll just leave that. <laughs> that's better than any comments that you're not able to repeat. Yes, exactly. How about you? Anything from uh, toddler number one? Uh, so Amy got caught up from two weeks ago. Yes. You wrote a cold open about snow cones. Yes. Yes, I did. That snow cone joke was for one person. Technically, it was for three people. Right? Three. Yes. <laughs> Right? Yeah. But you're going to need to explain it. Do you want to tell this story? Uh, I mean, I certainly can. Uh, back when I back when I lived in Iowa, the three of us went to an iCubs game one summer night. Um, and as we're sitting there, I, I, I seem to remember we were on the third base side, kind of near near closer to the field than up to the top. Uh-huh. That matters. And vendors were coming by, and at one point, a snow cone vendor 
came by and yelled, snow cones, get your snow cones. And and Amy announces to you and me, I don't like snow cones. And I immediately, without missing a beat, turned to her and said, what are you, a communist? And <laughs> you've what do you hate America? <laughs> yeah. What, do you, you probably don't like hate mom. You hate mom and apple pie. <laughs> I may have gone on for a while. <laughs> it did. It went on for quite a while. Yeah. Oh my God. And oh, that was, it had to be 20 years ago. Uh, it's probably closer to 25 years ago. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I was just holding that. I was just waiting on it. I was just waiting on it until there was a chance to make a joke 25 years later for three people. Nailed it. That is a long walk for a small drink of water. Uh, hate mom. My favorite. My, oh, hate mom. I believe apple pie was included in there. I don't want apple pie. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Okay, so that was the snow cone joke. Um, she enjoyed Iowa spreadsheets. <laughs> so as I was listening to this, this this saved me some money because you said we should probably grab that domain really quick before somebody else takes it. And I was in my car and I got ready to uh, ask uh, my phone to remind me to go buy that domain because it would be, you know, $15 spent on a joke for two people. And then I realized, oh, but it's it was iowaspreadsheets.gov. And I'm pretty sure we haven't filled out the paperwork to make us a government entity yet. So I don't think I could have gotten it. So that's safe. That You're welcome. Saved me some money. <laughs> and about halfway through our spiral into how you learned about what ambulances can transport and yes. Iowa's spreadsheets. Uh-huh. Amy looks over to me, seriously. <laughs> and then you said, thanks for joining us on EMT this week. And she lost it. <laughs> Just, and, and turns to me and says, That's why you had to leave all of that in. Yep. That's exactly why I had to. Why did I leave all of that in for the payoff? It was a a fantastic payoff, but you had to listen to all of it and it was worth it. It was absolutely worth it. Nice work. It's as if we're stealing, we're stealing a bit from uh, the McElroy's. (laughs) Welcome to EMT this week, a podcast inside a podcast. That's not nearly as funny as what they do. Oh, um, also, yep. commentary on EMT this week from Sarah Judson Brown, Toddler Negative 18. Chris Hemsworth, two comments, actually. Chris Hemsworth is a site for Thor eyes. Oof, oof. Right? Okay, all right. But if they made a movie with Chris Hemsworth... And all he did for two hours was create spreadsheets on ambulance services in rural Iowa. I would watch that. (laughs) I'll buy it. Yep. (laughs) To be honest, it would probably be better than the uh, origin story movie. (laughs) 
which was not good. It was not good. Um, oh, I had one. Um, actually. Uh, and this one can be filed under Dwayne's pronunciation guide, which I okay. know we have. I know we have struggled with that in the past. In my Drake is an idiot section, I believe last week I said Leclerc. Clearly, said Leclerc. <laughs> you you did. Ob- it's you obviously did. Leclerc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's Charles Leclerc. Well, it's not Leclerc. And actually, it's he's he's Monegasque with a French name, so it's Char. It's Charles Leclerc, right? It's not. It's not Charles. <laughs> It's not Chuck. It's not Charles. It's not Chuck Leclerc. <laughs> Chuck Leclerc. It's Chuck Leclerc. Ladies and gentlemen, Formula One driver Chuck Leclerc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet lord. Oh, that's nice. I'm sure that's going to get some. Oh. We could tweet that and that could generate some content. Chuck Leclerc. Oh, sweet Lord. Yeah. Nice. Um, I did have a, I had a piece of feedback. Uh, Jesse uh, reached out on behalf of the uh, Taylor farms family foundation uh, with this message. Did I miss a payment? Because he noticed in the last two episodes in the thanking of the sponsors, the Taylor Taylor farms family foundation has not been included. Um, in the sponsor read. And so he was wondering if he was behind on payments or if uh, if our accounts payable department was having trouble getting through to the foundation uh, foundation team. So he wanted to know if we needed to, if he needed to clear up some sort of accounting issue. On ongoing sponsors get ongoing mentions. Mm-hmm. See. See, his problem is he, he dropped he dropped a wad of cash at once. See, instead of dropping it a bucket at a time, (laughs) if he'd have dribbled it out like toddler 3187 at a dollar a time over the course of 10 weeks. And, you know, like if it's in the iTunes store, 99 cents at a time, you just get one song, just buy yourself one. But you know what? Buy yourself a nice song. (laughs) Buy from buy from that Drake fella. (laughs) I hear Uh, he needs the money. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't bet on it. Speaking speaking of toddler thirty one eighty seven, yes, we got a text from them this week. We did. So for starters, Greg had a birthday. Happy birthday, Greg! Yeah, would not want to. By the way, this won't make sense to anybody else except for the people in the text chain. But if next year we decide to do a talking to Todd team on Regbry. I think I know what our team jersey should look like. It may have Bigfoot on it. <laughs> anyway, again, small small scope jokes. This is not really feedback. This was more follow-up. Remember, well, several weeks ago now, when Greg and Sherry offered to adopt some drains in Naperville? Yes, and I believe at the time that you and them and maybe more than a, more than a small amount of beers were in Wrigley field coming up with names for said drains. Well, it, it is now official. There are four drains 
adopted under the group talking to Todd. <laughs> they they are singing in the drain. Purple drain. Greg is he has always been a huge Prince fan. So purple drain. Everything's great. G R A T E. And Drain Johnson. Officially, between us, it's Drain, not The Rock Johnson. But (laughs) nobody but us knows that. That's awesome. That is, thank you. Thank you, Greg and Sherry. (laughs) Isn't that? I don't think think the podcast has ever had infrastructure named uh, for it before. Oh, God, no. No. I do think I'm going to throw this out. Based on that, I think at our next board meeting, there needs to be a discussion of does the home office now need to move from Tuba City to Naperville or do we have a do we have a uh, a second location? <laughs> Thanks, Eli. A second location. So visit us at either the home office in Tuba City, Arizona, or our drains. Uh, is is this is this a? Oh my goodness! You know what this is? You know what we turned this into? This is now a great podcast. Don't start! Uh, don't start! I shouldn't have started that. I know what the text chain looks like. We're done. We're done. Please. It's the whole thing is just swirling at this point. Over. Uh, is this is this a panel discussion at ToddCon Two Electric Boogaloo? Is that what this is? It could be. It could be. You know, yeah. or it's a or you know what? It could it could be a road trip. <laughs> oh, hey, because I there has been there there have been rumors of a ribbon cutting. Ooh, oh, to christen the drains. Maybe there will be a ribbon cutting. Maybe there will be a a live appearance or a live edition, even of talking to Todd. How about that? (laughs) We're here at the ribbon cutting. Um, Something's happening. I, oh my, oh my, oh no, oh no! Swear, swear in my life, I could have sworn that those turkeys could fly. No, we're not going to have any stand ups. (laughs) Don't. All right. What else do we have for follow? By the way, thank you, Greg and Sherry. That is that is, and just going back to our previous follow up, way way to uh, way to be a continual sponsor of the program. Anyway, um, <laughs> was that a dig? No. Uh, what other follow up do we have? So, Amy continues to watch, and I continue to monitor. I guess it's an accurate way to describe it. Um, food truck race. Yes. And as I was watching it, I don't I don't know how we didn't come up with this before. When we were talking about the great food truck drag race. Yes. The slogan for the great food truck drag race. Yes. How's your head gasket? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Struck struck me this week. Oh, we were talking about that. Um, okay, so also in follow up, 
And this one goes all the way back to episode 90, which was uh, November of 2021. Did you see this week that the Pittsburgh, the stadium that the Pittsburgh Steelers play in got renamed? I did. Um, Heinz, Heinz had the naming rights for it since it opened 20 years ago and those expired and some sort of global insurance company has now purchased it. I, there's an E in there somewhere and, uh, I don't know. It's a company I've never heard of. Acrisure. It is now Acrisure Stadium, which rolls off the tongue. Doesn't it though? Oh, Wow. Yeah. That's uh sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and Jay Busby, who writes a daily column for Yahoo Sports, sent this out, which he says Acrisure Stadium is immediately in contention for the worst named sports venue in America. And that's a list that does not include Globe Life Field or Ring Central Coliseum. <laughs> the leader in the clubhouse is guaranteed rate field. You know where that is? That's Chicago. That is it? Chicago. Yes, it is. Um, followed closely by Lone Depot Park and the Footprint Center, neither of which I can place. We cover. Wait, so we covered Footprint Center. I'm pretty sure that's in uh, Phoenix. Oh, is that where the Suns play? I don't know where they play. Not in the finals. Um, oh. <laughs> that's... <laughs> but he he finished this article with a 10-stadium quiz of naming the team that plays he's, in he's what stadium. He's stealing our bit. He's stealing our bit. The only conclusion I can come to is that that Jay Busby is a toddler. It's the only conclusion that I can come to. Good to have you, Jay. Welcome to the show. Yep. I am absolutely going to tag him when I tweet this. He's like, I don't, I don't know that this makes any sense. Oh, what else? What else we got? Did you have, did you have items that you needed to clean up? Well, not clean up, just a couple of pieces of follow-up. Number one, last week, I think I talked about the uh, cruise self-driving cars that just in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the intersection just shut down. Um, apparently, <clears throat> this is not the first time this is becoming a thing that groups of cruise cars are just shutting down and blocking roads in San Francisco. They had the one on June 28th. They also had one on, um, let's see, there have been nearly 60 vehicles were disabled across the city over a 90 minutes period of time. Um, As many as 20 cars created a traffic jam. On the evening of May 18th, the company lost touch with his entire fleet for 20 minutes. And as soon as the cars lose communication, they just shut down in the middle of the street, according to internal documents. Company staff were unable to see where the vehicles were or communicate with the riders that were trapped inside. They also could not access the backup system, which allows the remote operators to safely steer the stop vehicles in case of emergency. So, um, uh, yeah. Trapped inside? Well, 
I don't know exactly that they were trapped, but there was nobody there. And I'm assuming when the cars go, they lock the doors. Now, maybe they could have unlocked them, but people were in them. Like there were people in them. And then the car just stops and there is no notice and nobody from crews can communicate with them. And you're just like, is the road, is the drive done? Are we are we done? And then depending on how busy the street is, you're parked in the middle of it or an intersection. Do you want to pop the door open and just hop out? Probably not a good idea. No. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <clears throat> yeah. So anyway, apparently this is happening frequently. <laughs> and the one that I read just got a lot of publicity, but they're getting pretty good at recovering their dead cars because they're having to do it fairly often. They are, however, a spokesperson did say, we are working to minimize how often this happens. And it is and will remain one aspect of our overall safety operations. So they're, com- <laughs> they're comfortable with a non-zero number. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. good to know. You know, look, it's a corporation, right? You got to have goals and then you got to have stretch goals. <laughs> hey guys, how many of our cars should we lose contact with on any given day? Because right now the number is really high. So the good news is we can show a 20 to 30% improvement to the stockholders and we're going to look awesome. I'd like our stretch goal to be single digits in a well, year. Uh, let's start within a week. <laughs> and then um, one other piece of follow-up last week, literally I was listening to this in, in the truck. I was driving to go on an errand and I got to the part Uh, of the feedback from last week where Doug was explaining about the calories that if you have to ask for the calories, you're, you're in the wrong category, right? It, it was the high end department store. If you have to ask for it, you can't afford it. Right. And if you're asking for how many calories at Taco Bell, you shouldn't be eating there. While I was stopped at the stop sign, stoplight, listening to that, This is what's out the front of my window. This is a gas station that is, this is one of the closest gas stations to our house. And this is what I could see at the front of my windshield. And I want you to take a look at that and tell me if you can notice why I took a picture of this while discussing, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Let me give you a hint, Dwayne, how much does gas cost at this gas station? It looks like it's free. It's not free. It's just, it's not zero. It's not advertised. This gas station hasn't put up the price of gas in more than two months. No, really? It it changes to... They have a very big sign that can be seen directly off of a freeway, interstate, and they have stopped advertising how expensive... And by the way, this place... No matter how much it is, if you go on the other side of the interstate, just under the interstate, this gas station is always 30 to 80 cents higher than any gas station around. So they've now gotten to the point of, look, you're stopping here. Do you care what the gas is? You do not. If you have to ask, go someplace else. We're not, we have, we have given up on even telling you how much this is going to be until you've pulled up. Shut off the car, put in the gas, put in the thing, and then hit which one you want. So there you go. If you have, so if you have to ask, you can't afford to fill up at this Chevron. Ah, screw it. it. You start doing the math in your head. Okay, ten gallons and an extra twenty cents. Is it worth it? 
No, fine. And that's how they get you. Uh, is it is it time for America's favorite game? It is. It is. is Dwayne, guess a number. So. Should, do I want to lock in early this week? I wouldn't. Because okay. um, that did not work out well for me last week. No, no. And uh, while I know the topic and you can see what the topic is, I have multiple ways of asking this question. So if you lock in early, I can make you look stupid no matter what. However, this one, I thought I was going to give you a softball question this this week to just give you one to get in the groove. However, it's not softball. It's actually a baseball question. Oh, it's hardball. Um, okay. Hardball. Yes. But play I'm, hard playing, you, I'm playing Matthews. softball. I'm playing softball by throwing you a hard ball. Anyway, whatever. Um, and to make it even easier, this question is about your lifelong favorite baseball team, the Kansas City Royals. So Kansas City is getting ready to take a trip to Toronto. Yes. Canada, just like the U.S., has rules that if you travel into Canada you have to, and you are not a Canadian citizen, you have to be vaccinated. Other teams have dealt with this before. I think the Boston Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox, their closer isn't vaccinated and they lost a game when they should have gone to their closer and he wasn't available and somebody anyway. So I think the Yankees have four players that couldn't make the trip last week. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So like Boston is like three. I I think overall this entire season, a total of 25 players across all of the teams, across all of the games. And we've played almost a half a season. So it's been 80 games. About 25 players haven't made the trip. Right. I saw that note. Yep. What percentage, I'm asking for a percentage, what percentage of the major league roster of the Kansas City Royals are not allowed to enter Canada to play the Blue Jays because of their lack of vaccination status. Well, it's it's five of nine starters. And it's 10 of a 25-man roster? It is 40% of the team. Jesus Christ. 40%. Of a twenty-five or twenty-six man roster. Now the good news is, um, I mean, the charter plane for the Royals should be cheaper because they can get a they can get a much smaller charter plane because they're taking so few players. Um, so the spin from the Royals on this was about the opportunity presented to the Omaha Storm Chasers. <laughs> which is their AAA team. And they called up players to fill out their roster. Apparently they called up vaccinated players to fill out their roster. But this is five of nine starters. These are names you know. Well, these are names I know. They're probably not names you know. Yeah. But do you know who the Royals player that got tagged? Because everybody gets one to go to the All-Star game, right? Do you know yeah. who the Royals All-Star was this year? Uh, George Brett. Good guess. A I, mean, old. I mean, pool holes got, got in, so Brett basically might as well go too. I think when pool holes started, Brett was still playing. You can check me on that, but I think I'm right. Um, 
Andrew Benatendi not making the Toronto trip. Now, this is where we're not going to, this is, this is not an official idiots nomination, but it gets, it actually gets worse. Like that sounds bad, but I think there's a problem on the Royals and, and here's, if we were doing multiple idiots, this would be a suggest, this would be a nomination, but it's not the second baseman. And this was called out in multiple, uh, the second baseman Witt Merrifield. Yep. He was asked about this. And his comment was, obviously, he's not vaccinated because he can't make the trip. And there's some questions as to, well, are you guys on a team sport or not? Like, this is part of being on a team or whatever. And he doesn't want any part of it. And then he says, quote, that might change down the road. Something happens and I happen to be, I happen to get on a team that has a chance to go play in Canada in the postseason. Maybe that changes. For this crappy team? I'm not getting vaccinated. Give me a shot at some playoff money. Yeah, I can. I might be able to. Sure. On the other hand, by saying that, I can guarantee you that no playoff team is going to want a team first guy like Wit. And he's <laughs> there. A hell- you go. Your twenty. Your 2022 Kansas City Royal team in quotes. And he's a hell of a ball player. That's the, that's the thing. Uh, I, it, <laughs> my entire life, I have cheered for this team, win, lose, or draw, mostly lose. A lot of losing. A, a lot. lot of losing. But if they're not interested in playing baseball, because they're clearly not. Uh, uh, not for the Royals. For a winning team. Right. <laughs> Things yeah, may wait. change. <laughs> anyway. I'm I am beyond frustrated with this because I don't know. Anyway, uh this is you know kind of gets into the other podcast, which we tend to not get into, but holy cow, I'm just Anyway, we're going to call this. We're going to give you this one because you you had the number. I so did follow this number. You oh, did. I mean, I asked for a percentage and you never gave me a percentage. So technically, you completely blew the question, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. Ringing the bell. <laughs> I missed by I missed by 100,000 last week and we got the bell. So <laughs> <Yeah>. at least. <laughs> yeah. Oh, should we, given, given how close that was to idiots, should we go to idiots? Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start off, um, real quick. This was a story about a year ago and then they kind of backtracked on it, but in Europe, uh, this week, um, they have started, um, doing it. Um, BMW has now started selling subscriptions to features inside their car. So in Europe, if you would like to have heated seats, you have the opportunity to pay $12 a month to turn on your heated seats. What? Um, if you, <laughs> I was, I was, waiting. I was like, he's, he's checking. So, oh no, he'll catch up here in a second. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, sorry. No, Front, I tell you, uh, <laughs> in a colder climate like Iowa, I don't really need the heated seats when I get to April and I don't need them until I get to November. Yeah, but I think you have to buy it for a year at a time. That's how they get you. 
Now, my dad's Buick has cooled seats as well. So you can heat them and you can cool them. And that might justify, seriously, a subscription service? Um, so, for instance, um, this was taken from a snapshot. It looks like, oh, for the, for the, the monthly subscription for your heated front seats costs roughly $18 with options to subscribe. You, here's what but you, you can subscribe for a year for $180. So that gives you a discount. Three years for $300 or unlimited access for $415. Now, mind you, the $415 unlimited access, which unlocks it forever, the equipment is already in the car. They've already put the seat heaters, the buttons, everything is in the car. You've already paid for it because they've already put it all in. This is a software unlock so that the button will will do something. Um, They started this in self- Yes. Which then remotely they can turn off and on at their choice. Yes. If you don't pay, then you lose features to your car. Um, they've been, uh, let's see, heated seat subs or subscriptions are now available in BMW's digital stores, including the UK, Germany, New Zealand, and South Africa. Um, if you take a look at the UK site, um, if you want the BMW safety camera information, um, that alerts you to fix traffic enforcement cameras that starts at 25 pounds a month. If you want driving assistant plus, which supports your journey by automatically maintaining <laughs> cruise control. If you want cruise control third, it starts at 35 pounds a month. High beam assistant to automatically switch your high beams on and off when there's oncoming traffic that starts at 10 pounds a month. There you go. Those are um, heated front. The the heated steering wheel is also included in that. Anyway, so eventually you're going to buy your forty or fifty or sixty or seventy thousand dollar BMW, and then you're going to have a monthly bill to use any of the features in it. This I got to be honest. This is a strong candidate for idiot of the year. Just going to be honest. If there's anything that tops this, I oh oh I know it could easily top this. And I say this, we have owned, well, Lisa and I together have owned three BMWs. We don't own them right now, but we've owned three BMWs. The bigger idiot is the next person who buys the BMW knowing you're going to have to pay the subscription. (laughs) And that's what they're counting on. Uh, Anyway, BMW, idiot of the week. How about you? Uh, So this is... This this could have landed in travel, but it okay. didn't because I guess this would fall under the category of um, both a brilliant idea and an awful idea at the same time. I'm going to text you I have, this. Pic- I have lot. I have lots of those. <laughs> I'm going to text you this picture. This was in the airport in Philadelphia yesterday. This is a Lego fun on the go vending machine in the airport. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to try to track. So, I mean, you got, you got Mandalorian, you got, you got Disney princess, you got infinity saga, Boba you got some more Disney, you got Minecraft. Okay. So the, the the beautiful part about this, I'm guessing, is that you can buy Lego 
like you're in the airport and you're like, Hey, I want to buy some Lego and, and you can buy Lego. I've got four hours on a low layover with my six year old. That's driving me crazy. I can buy the Disney princess set, which has 237 pieces and it'll keep them entertained for at least, you know, 20 minutes. The downside is you buy the speed champions. I wonder if that's Chuck Leclerc in there. Um, with 512 <laughs> pieces. And then you bring it on an airplane <laughs> and try to assemble it on the tray. Oh, oh, lost some pieces oh. out of the seat. <laughs> One of those tiny little one dot squares is lost. And now I can't complete the set. And my six-year-old is screaming at the top of their <laughs> lungs. Ding, ding. Do you need some help? Yes. I need to find a Lego. <laughs> Can you help me with that? Again, <laughs> brilliant marketing idea and parents' worst nightmare. The person who came up with this is my idiot of the week. All right. So you saw that in the airport. Okay. Do you have any other travel stories? I, I do. Then I got to the hotel and I went to make coffee this morning. Okay. So this is the coffee packet in my room. Todd, guess a number. This is this is Rainforest Premium Select Royal Cup Signature Coffee. Yes. I'm a little concerned that it is 30% certified coffee. I don't know what the other 70% is. What, what, what's, what's the other 70%, man? <laughs> that was what's my the, question. I'm like, what's what in, the hell? What's in the packet? <laughs> listen, listen. We've got at least 30% certified coffee and assorted other stuff. It was possibly the worst cup of coffee I have ever had. And I can certify that it was about 30% because I made the pot and it was the weakest coffee ever. I'm like, oh yeah, that's about 30%. Yeah, it seems about right. I could see the bottom of the cup in my coffee. That's not good coffee. Well, because like, is the other 70% like what, dirt? Like, <laughs> I do not know. But I'm like, huh, 30%? Really? Oh, oh, that's why coffee's in quotes. <laughs> I'm like, at that point, why even put it on there? How do you think, at what point, who thinks that this is a benefit? Oh, none of that stays. Hey, so what are you watching this week? Um, okay, so I uh, I finished season two of Rutherford Falls. Oh, yeah. Um, you might put two and two together and go, oh, so Lisa's on the road again this week. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. Um, again, I think it's a great show. It's not laugh out loud funny. It's It's humorous. It's sweet. It's nice. But it's not everybody's cup of tea. I'll just... Or anybody's 30% coffee, whatever. Which which actually tasted like tea. That's fair. Yeah, good. That's what made me think about it. Like 30% coffee. Well, crap, you're basically at tea now. Um, Ian was down this weekend and we were trying to figure out something to watch. And uh, Lisa and I had not seen Doctor Strange and the whatever the hell. I don't even care. And it was on Disney Plus. And Ian's like, oh, that's a good movie. I'll watch it again. And so we put it on. And, uh, after, (laughs) after the movie, 
And Ian looks at us and goes, you guys checked out about halfway through that, didn't you? And I said, before halfway. And Lisa's like, way before halfway. And he started apologizing, even though it was my idea, (laughs) because he said it was a good movie. And then his comment was, you know, the first time I thought it was pretty good, but watching it back, this thing's a mess. Um, and, and I went so far as to say that, that might be for me, that might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I'm just, I'm going to, that was, wow, that was, that is terrible. And, and I kind of feel like at this point, I understand they're trying to do some other stuff or whatever. I'm just gonna be real clear at this point. I'm just of the opinion that all Marvel is now to the point where they are. Disney is slapping MCU movies on crap and just assuming that people will show up to watch it. And all that this movie exists to do is to start other movies, not to move the Doctor Strange plot forward. There's it, anyway, it was terrible. Um, and also, I also felt I this is retroactively now made me really annoyed that I watched WandaVision. Because I we watched WandaVision and it was weird and it was kooky, but I really enjoyed it. But now I feel like that entire kooky thing existed only not to be a standalone thing. It only existed to put into this movie so that this movie makes any sense. And this movie only exists to make the next thing. Like, like at some point, is there a payoff? Like, is there anyway? Um one star, not the kind of one star you get, an actual one star anyway. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to phase four of the MCU. Um, the sellout. Anyway. You know, I mean, there's an argument to be made that you didn't do enough homework before seeing this movie. Oh, well, I knew. Well, I knew what we were getting into. I mean, I'd heard all the references and stuff, and I'd heard people be like, eh, I don't know. Oh, there's a lot of fan service, though. And then I watched this. And actually, even even Ian was like. He's like, you know, in the movie that seemed cool, but now it just seems like worthless. Like, yes. Anyway, he, yeah. So the, the part with the Illuminati. Terrible. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, once again, this is what we're watching. Not what we recommend. I might be, we might've been the last people to watch it. God hope for humanity's sake, we were the last people to ever watch that movie. What are you watching? Well, we went and saw Thor. <laughs> okay. Not as good as Ragnarok. Better than Dark World. That's a wide range, by the way. It, like that's, oh, a, that's a wide range. Oh, sweet Lord, is it ever. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to say any more about that. We saw it. What are we watching? We watched Thor. Um, also, we watched School Bus Races. This I'm surprised that hasn't shown up in my YouTube feed yet. When when we were in Lanark having dinner, we were in the bar uh, after we watched my niece play softball, and uh, Lucas Oil crazy Lucas Oil apparently has their own network of things that are crazy races. And it was, if you can imagine school buses racing on a figure eight track. 
Oh, that seems safe. Yeah. And at one point we looked around and everybody in the bar had stopped talking and was watching this on the screen. <laughs> you could not look away. Just um, go to YouTube and look for school bus races. And there are lots of them out there. Some of them better than others. All of them fantastic. Uh, and last but not least, have you seen a show on Apple TV on Apple TV on Apple TV Plus um, called Loot? I've seen the promo uh, with Maya Rudolph. Yes. Yes. I have started watching it. Um, have you started watching this? No, have not. Have not started that one yet. Because Lisa wants to wait until they're all out. Maybe later, maybe even past that point. We'll see. <laughs> um, there's part of me that thinks that this has a very Ted Lasso feel about it. Hmm. It's a fish out of water story about uh, a lady who is very rich and gets divorced and needs something to do. So she gets involved with her foundation and awkwardness ensues. It, if you like cringe comedy, there is cringe comedy here, but it also, I mean, the, you know, the story has a heart like Ted Lasso at its core, you know, she's, you can, you know, she's a good person trying to do the right thing, but just can't figure out how to do it. But you know, she's trying to do the right thing. So you feel for this character so far. Uh, I am four episodes in fifth one drops on Friday. So we'll keep you posted on how it goes, but okay. I'm, I don't know that I'm ready to recommend it, but I'm just telling you how I feel and what's going on with it. How you go? There you go. Okay. There we go. Did you learn anything this week? I did. Um, for reasons that aren't important or interesting, I I had to <laughs> I had to look up some information on Oskaloosa, Iowa. And it's one of those places where it's like, look, I know of it. I know I know generally where it is, but I, I needed to get a little bit more information. So I Google and I, I go to Google and type in Oskaloosa, Iowa, and it and it pulls up and Google pulls together some relevant information from multiple sources to kind of give you right on the homepage the the quick overview of things that you may need to know about this. Okay. I am going to, I took a screenshot of this because um, again, this is what Google thinks is the most important thing that you, things that you need to know about Oskaloosa, Iowa. Uh, I'm going to send this to you. And then I want you just to walk us through what is on here that Google identifies as the most important things you need to know. Oskaloosa is a city in and the county seat of Mahaska County. Yeah. So it, it pulled some stuff. It, it pulled yep. a general description from Wikipedia. Okay. That's helpful. Uh, and, and then, it, and then the next piece of information, uh, population. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Yep. Um, area code. Yep. The elevation, uh, yep. average weather. And, and then the, look at what it look the, at the last thing that it thinks is in very important for you to know about. The football coach <laughs> for the high school team is Brett Dowd. Yeah. Apparently that's a big deal. Mayor? Don't know. City council? I don't even know if they have one. Football coach? 
Brett Dowd. Welcome, Coach Dowd. <laughs> so, a- apparently, Google know you. You got to know what's important in small town Iowa, and the elevation and the football coach are two things that you need to know. And now I know. Did you know that right now the the football coaching position in Oskaloosa is an endowed position? Oh my. If I would have seen that coming, I would have never done this. I don't. That's. You're just lucky that I don't have the sound effects because right now, to be completely honest, I'd be playing the end theme and I wouldn't even get to what you learned this week. I'm just. We just walk away. (laughs) How about you? What did you learn this week? So. I've come to a realization over the last couple of weeks. So, okay. We've been trying this new format. Yep. <laughs> I don't think this week's going to work as much, but yes, we've been trying. Most, I mean, this week's kind of my fault. For the last several weeks, we've been short and it's been commented on by the toddlers, by by Lisa, by Amy. Yeah, we've gone from an hour, hour and 5, hour and 15 down to 40 to 50 minutes now. Yeah. Yeah, we've been trying to do that. Yeah. I noticed, and this seems kind of odd to me, I edited the first 116 episodes. Yes. And you edit one show, one time. Yes. And all of a sudden, we get a note that we need to be shorter. You need to have less crap to go through when you're editing. It's amazing how this. <laughs> I just thought I thought that was really interesting. I I I learned that our format is flexible based on who has to do the work. Huh. <laughs> and I learned that it took you four weeks to figure that out. <laughs> hey the music is happy boy by kevin mcleod subscribe to talking to todd wherever you get your pod search talking and the number two no geno space tweet us on facebook stop by the tuba city home office check out our drains in naperville Check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. And I don't want to get this wrong. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors. Toddler 3187, DJ to go Cedar Valley, and the Taylor Farms Family Foundation. We appreciate all of your support. As meager as it may be. <laughs> I don't know. To so, be honest, they're getting they're getting what they pay for. <laughs> And as always, send us your feedback to feedback at talkingtotodd.com, even though nobody does that. Todd? I'm going to I'm gonna have to go find some of that school bus racing, but I'll tell you what, I already know now who I'd put my money on to win in a school bus in a figure eight race. Chuck LeClerc. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> Thank you.